This is the Pirate Radio Podcast. And welcome into the Pirate Radio Podcast. I'm Shirley Rhodes. On January 9th, Clip Brock had a chance to talk to ECU assistant baseball coach Jeff Palumbo to talk about the upcoming ECU baseball season. Assistant ECU baseball coach Jeff Palumbo to talk some Pirate baseball one month out from that. Bryce Williams joining us as well in the Pirate Radio studios. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Good. Doing good. Good to see you, Bryce. Coach, yeah, welcome doing, in. Doing great. Doing great. Appreciate yeah. you having me on. Ugly day. Uh, what kind of work can you get in on a day like today, Coach? Not a not a baseball day, but a beautiful thing. We got those uh, nice indoor facilities now, so we're able to get get some work in. And, and actually, today was a, a scheduled off day, so some of the guys did did a bunch of stuff on their own and got their work in, got a good lift. So a lot, lot, of, lot of indoor time today. Yeah, I've been keeping up with the guys and uh, I think started, what, last Friday? Getting back at it. School started on monday so is it is it full steam ahead right now is it all systems go for you guys yeah we're we're rolling right now we're in that phase where, where we can't be out there as a full team full unit you know in our 20 hour week that that hasn't come around yet that'll pick up on the 26th of january okay. but guys are in there we're getting we're getting our work we got a limited amount of time with them so we're working in more of a groups right i got the infielders and you know henry's got the got the hitters and uh, ak's got those pitchers rolling and so we're kind of in our groups getting uh, getting their work in but they're, they're doing a great job you and Bryce uh, were talking a little pitching earlier. We'll talk to ECU pitching coach Austin Knight coming up on Thursday as far as getting ramped up for the season. How about for the position players? Uh, you don't just go get out there and go 100 miles an hour. Or you got to have some ramp up time for them guys too. So what are, what are those guys doing? We, we know about the pitchers warming up and getting ready for the season. How about the position players? Yeah, I mean, really, they, they tailor it back a little bit after our fall season, right? So they get they get a couple weeks to you know kind of get away, put put the bats up a little bit. Not not long, right? It's about ten days or so, and then they'll start getting in and, and getting some work back on, in, in on their own. So they they've really been going since about the second week of December, right after exams kind of finish up. We we give them a good plan. The hard part about our sport is they they go away, they go home, right? So you know it's a month before we get going. They're uh, they're, they're going home for about two two and a half three weeks. So uh, but we have a great group of guys, and that's what. That's where that culture takes over, and we give them a really good game plan of, of baseball workouts, you know, strength and conditioning that Coach Wilson gives them. So they're rolling at home and, and checking in, and, and the older guys are checking in on the younger guys, and, and uh, they, they came back in a really, really good spot. So really excited about where they're at right now, and, and like you said, we're not rolling out there and, and going right into playing. We're kind of building up, building up their legs, and, and uh, but they're, they're in a really good spot. I mean, if we really needed to go out and play tomorrow in an inner squad, I, I don't think we'd be too far off. We're, we're not there yet. We don't need to do that. We won't do that till really the last weekend in january but uh, but they're um uh, excited really as a coach really excited about where we're at you know this time of year jeff palumbo joining us we got a question you can get it in on facebook youtube or x and uh coach as i look at this staff i love the continuity obviously with coach godwin coach palumbo coach knight uh returning but is this the deepest staff is this the most uh coaches <laughs> you've had on the staff because you had the hitting coach uh, with henry lartigue i uh, love to see the name brian packard as a uh, student manager that's what he's listed at anyways uh but a lot of guys is this the most that's ever been on the staff yeah the office is uh office is full man. we need that expansion so we can uh, get some extra offices rolling in there but yeah pack packs a solid addition as the uh the student assistant and and uh, he's done a great job man just the awesome person and just a fun personality to have in the in, in the office so it's uh yeah it's a, a lot a lot of young guys man he used to be the young guy now it's, uh, <laughs> now we got young guys all over the place which is uh make, makes for a lot of fun but a uh, really 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 good group of guys great to have pack around uh full-time and great to have alec burleson around for a little bit uh gavin williams those guys what's it like seeing the former pirates come
come in even if they're just kind of there to observe but when you get them talking to the guys uh, that's got to fire up the current players yeah it's just it's just really cool you know really, you know we've been here now you know with with coach guy we've been here now a decade and mm. it's just really neat to see those guys man that you, you uh, recruit come in uh they're, they're a part of the program have such an impact on the program and and uh, just just get really through the the entirety of their careers here with us and to see them go out and, and come back right and, and and give back to those guys and having a bunch of professional baseball players around and just having that mindset right of how they're working how they're going about it rubbing off on on the guys that are here and just seeing that culture continue to filter down it's it's really cool and then grows is uh josh grows has been been all over the place here yeah. and uh moylan's back he's he's swinging it um you know spivey was here all fall i mean just sitting down in the bullpen and uh you know just just giving those guys knowledge man showing them you know obviously his cutter really really uh had a huge impact here changed his career here with us and just kind of pass it along those little pieces of uh, wisdom to the guys has a huge huge uh plays a big role man for 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 all of us jeff Plumbo joining us uh bryce williams here ryan on youtube asking bryce did you play any baseball the farthest I got was C-Ball, which was like the machine. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> those, then, those machines are tough to hit, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So after that, it kind of branched off to football, soccer, basketball. And not a ton of 6'6 six, six baseball players out there. Maybe some pitchers, but not a ton of uh, – I know Richie Sexton. Remember That's him? It. First baseman? Absolutely. Uh, he was one of the tallest guys I can remember. I think you might have gotten a little too tall to play ball, Bryce. Yeah. And I'm going to admit, I'm kind of scared of that baseball. <laughs> yeah. No lie. Makes a lot of sense yeah. for a football player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. You get crushed every play, and you're scared of the baseball. Hey, we're, hell, we're padded up. You know? <laughs> That's Y'all true. have a, a helmet on, and everything else is exposed. So I like having some pads and face masks there you get a little protection right yeah. no question coach i want to uh jump around uh let's jump around the infield the guys you're working with so once again as far as your duties go you uh you work with the infielders correct that's correct. defense yep. and everything yep. and yep. uh uh so let's uh let's kind of go around the horn here starting at first base and you mentioned josh moylan and, and loved having josh in here to talk about uh what he could do defensively really improved in that area in his career now we're looking at uh what carter cunningham cam clunch those guys over at first uh, certainly can do it with the bat. Uh, what do you think about those guys defensively? Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, it's that, that's a position, right? You, you look up, and you're going to have a new face over there. And, and uh, Josh did such a great job over the last, you know, two three years over there for us. And, and, and as you mentioned, really evolved defensively, which was cool to see. And um, you know, but Carter is uh, kind of making that transition a little bit from right field that he played for us every day last year, and getting in the infield. And he's just a, a baseball player, high IQ guy, and you know, a, a guy we felt like sliding over there. Played a little bit of it in junior, junior college, and just kind of wanted to see throughout the fall. And uh, I think he was a little bit hesitant just because he had gotten so comfortable in right field uh, initially. But um, I told him, I said, hey, man, just I need you to embrace it and, and let, let's see. Because uh, I just really felt like good athlete. He could he could make that transition pretty easily and has done a really nice job. Cam Clonch has obviously been over there going into year four um, as as well. So, you know, a veteran over there, that experience. So in a good place, we slid, you know, kind of moved some guys around over there. Chaz Myers has taken some ground balls over there um, as well as third base and Colby Wallace has 
is doing the same thing. So, like a lot of the positions in the infield, we have some depth and uh, a lot a lot of great options. But uh, but those are the four that have been kind of working out over there on a daily basis. At second, uh, Jacob Starling looks like a guy that that could have a pro future. What have you worked on with him this offseason? Yeah, just just trying to continue to be consistent. You know, Stars made some huge strides defensively in his career here, and and, and proud of the work that he's put in. He's obviously a great offensive player, a tremendous athlete, but just kind of embracing that defensive position. And I think, you know, kind of being uh, behind Connor Norby when he was here, kind of watching Connor continue to evolve defensively throughout his his career, he knew uh, that was that was an area if he wanted to ultimately be the player that he wanted to be, he needed to continue to work as well. So the, the double play turn, continue to work on that with him. And, and uh, you know, I feel like Starr can make every play there is. He's such a great player. And now just trying to continue to see how consistent we can get at executing. Uh, Shaq at short. Joey Barini. Joey uh, Joey's back at shortstop, man. Excited to have him back. Obviously had a little bit of, of an injury um, that he's bouncing back from, but he's getting in a good place with his health. And, uh, you know, obviously we have Nate Chrisman as well that's returning, that, that, that's taking a lot of reps over there. And then Nick Parham, a, a freshman, um, that uh, we're really excited about his future as well. So those those three have been taking reps over there at shortstop. And, of course, Alec Makarevich uh, transferring. Dixon Williams, uh, is he the guy you're looking at at third right now? Yeah, Dixon's doing a great job over there really I thought Dixon had a tremendous end of his fall season uh, really came on and, and uh, a, lot, a lot of uh, times with these young guys getting that just having that year underneath them and I'm sure that's in you know, any sport right getting had the freshman year underneath you and, and being able to you know just know what the coaches are going to ask of you on a daily basis know what drills coming next know what you know makes coach happy what doesn't make him happy and uh, you know a- able to navigate things a little bit more efficiently and I thought it really showed up halfway through the fall this year and, and Dixon uh, made, made some huge jumps so excited about what he's done at third base and like I said Chaz and Col- Chaz Myers Colby Wallace have been over there working as well and uh, you know Parker Parker Bird's getting some reps over there as well continuing to uh, to figure things out for himself and doing an awesome job uh, any other infielders we didn't mention? No, I got some freshmen, you know, that, that yeah. are continuing to work, and, and Isaac Armstrong's, you know, working behind Starling there at second base, so he's a freshman as well. So, you know, like I said, these guys have come back in a really good spot. So excited to keep it rolling. So if uh, if Parker, we talked about him uh, at the plate some. If, if he gets in the field, he's uh, over at third. That's, that's where he's been taking reps. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that's still uh, you know uh, uh, really he's he's uh, a high IQ kid, man. So just trying to figure out where where he feels best right now. But that's where he feels most comfortable. Nice. Uh, and Jeff, I say this a lot. The the pregame is just something to witness. You guys do it so pure, 100% every time. Are there ever screw-ups behind the scenes on that? Like, Do you guys practice your infield and stuff pregame? We do. We, well, we do. We practice it, right? It's, it's something we do. Uh, yeah, I was telling Bryce beforehand, We every Friday, Saturday, Sunday throughout the preseason, we'll, we'll inter-squad. And we really try to make it like a game day. So we're, we're getting those reps in every Friday and Sunday. Usually we'll, we'll roll with, with the pregame infield outfield. So yeah. They're getting it a uh, half dozen times or so we'll get us some more practice so it's really actually just a good a good practice segment to uh, to continue to get the guys moving and talking communicating and you know as you see the pace is pretty good so it gets the guys ready to roll you are a ground ball hitting robot uh I talked to <laughs> yeah talked to mully and uh he said i think he said out at conley they now have a machine uh, yeah. that'll do it and uh that's just that takes all the fun out of yeah, it. Yeah, right? it does. We'll, we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it a little bit in practice. We we'll use the machines, and that's more out of rep, you know, for yeah. repetition, right? Trying to we have all those infielders we just talked about. Trying to make sure that they 
they're getting their their work in. So we'll roll with the machines. But no, I'm I'm, I'm with you. I love love to hit the fungo. That's what I was thinking. I couldn't remember the name of the funny bat. That's it. <laughs> you know, it was the Nailed fungo. It. There you go. <laughs> How long did it take you to be a fungo expert, Coach? Oh, did you get it right I don't away? know, expert, but uh, it's it, uh, pretty pretty quick. Yeah. To be quite honest with you, it's one of those things you you can get better at it, but you're either either pretty good at it or you see some guys you pick that thing up and uh, we actually just talking in the office yesterday about it about how we use the machines it used to be all pitchers right the pitchers during practice would hit the fungos of the infielders because hey man as a pitcher you know you want those guys being able to field your ground balls right and and so you're trying to but uh now we've gone to more machines because those pitchers aren't aren't quite as efficient at as as you may like them to be i I was always impressed as a kid if the coach could hit the pop-up to the catcher rather than throw it yeah no doubt that's that's the one man that's you can really finished with that one we i don't i don't hit it here in all honesty uh the, the biggest reason i don't hit it here is because you, you you miss it and we're, we're fortunate we got the net here but you go to some places on the road and the fans aren't really paying attention right all of a sudden you hit somebody at the top of the head that's not really not really a good way to start things out talking some pirate baseball with jeff palumbo bryce williams hanging out inside the pirate radio studios and uh coach a couple of questions from youtube um I'll ask the question. Don't know if we'll get a good answer. Does Coach ever butt heads with Cliff on anything? Different philosophies come into play. Uh, what's that uh, relationship been like with you guys? Not one time in a whole decade. Wow. <laughs> no. How about that? How about that? No. We, we uh, you know, it's, it's uh, I, th- I think when you're, when you're a part of a coaching staff, you're always going to have, right, um, different different opinions i think even as a uh i think as a head coach you probably should should want that out of your assistant coaches and as assistant coach you should have your own opinions now obviously there's always um there's always the boss right you know and, and so it's it's i think a relationship where you get a chance to uh to, to to talk through some things and and uh work through it and work through different uh, opinions and different different things regarding the team or recruiting or whatever it may be but uh, ultimately you, you walk out of the the, the discussion and uh want to be on the same page right and I think that um, you know comes across to the team or, or in recruiting or however however it goes. But obviously we've been together, you know, a decade now, and and uh, it's been uh, been a heck of a run, a lot of fun. So I know Cliff's glad to have you here. Pirate fans certainly are because every year your name comes up as a candidate, and uh, I'm going to assume you've had opportunities to to go elsewhere. But how about your decision to remain here as an assistant here at East Carolina? Yeah, I, I think like like I said, we've been here now a, a decade, and and uh, you know I, I just really appreciate um, you know again being being at a place that uh, how how much they put into baseball, you know, and how much they support us and the fan base, and you know all, all of those things go into it. There's a, as I've said before, there's a ton of layers to to those things, and um, I'm just really appreciative of of uh, Coach Godwin giving me the opportunity and and us continuing to build the program, um, you know, from day one. And, and feel like it's in an awesome place, and you know we have not obviously achieved the the ultimate goal of winning, you know, going to Omaha, and winning a national championship. But feel like we're in a great spot to continue to grow and continue to get better, and and uh, really feel like if we continue to put our, ourselves in, in the position that we've been doing, it's it's going to happen. And and uh, you know I'm just thankful to be a part of it. And yes, there's been opportunities, but just from a personal standpoint, a professional standpoint, uh, my family we're, we're in a great spot here, and uh, we love love being pirates. Talking to Jeff Palumbo inside the Pirate Radio studios and, uh, you know, ECU football going through a 
a rough season. They're trying to get out of that, turn it around. East Carolina baseball has been a machine winning games, but you don't just roll the ball out there and get wins. So yeah, how do you you stay motivated every year, Coach? I, one of the things has got to be new players rolling in, so they're hungry, they're ready to win, but can't rest on your laurels, right? So how do you how do you keep that uh, that carrot at the end of the stick and get better and better? Yeah, I think, you know, I think every person's different. You know, I, I think every person's different. I, I mean, for me, we haven't, you know, we set a goal when we got here and, and we haven't achieved that. Right. Right. So uh, I think that is motivation in and of itself. And, um, you know, I, I think we've had a couple scenario, season ending scenarios that were, were tough, right? 16 at Texas Tech happened pretty quick. You know, we, we got into a really good spot quickly in our time here and, you know, came up, uh, could could taste it, you, you know, could, and, and uh, th- those things are motivating. You know, it's it's. Um, it, I don't know how everybody looks at it, but to me, at the end of every year, it's like, okay, well, how do we improve? How do we get better? How do we take the next step? And again, bouncing those ideas as a coaching staff off of each other. And you know, to your point, you're out recruiting, and it's a new group, so you're trying to figure out how are these pieces going to come together to you know continue to put us in that spot, and and you continue to develop your culture. And I think you guys have have um, you know come to find out that, that obviously Coach Godwin does a tremendous job with our culture, and and uh, the guys, you know, that's again having those guys come back into our facility and continuing to pass those things down and being able to tell stories, right, about those guys maybe not having success or battling adversity, but ultimately getting, you know, this program where it is and, and uh, personally excelling as well. So being able to pass those on to, to the younger guys and the new guys, I mean, all of those things have a, have a huge impact and uh, you, you year in and year out just want to continue to continue to grow and get better and hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll knock down that door to Omaha. Yeah, ECU baseball is the definition of of a winning culture and you do that you know cultivating getting young guys in and and coaching them up to when they're juniors and seniors but also the transfer portal is out there those guys are out there so what are those conversations like with you and coach goblin and the staff bringing in uh, guys from the portal because you don't want to miss out on talent if it's available. So how do you balance that? For sure. I mean, I think you always you always balance it out with your needs, right? What what, what are the needs? And and you know, it's it used to be right. You're going to go the JUCO route if you want to get older. You're going to go 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 to the JC route and you know start out in the fall and and, and you know kind of predict out what needs you have. I mean, our sports a little bit different because you have that draft that's sitting out there and it's not as cut and dry, right? Our, our guys don't necessarily have to you know say, hey, I'm I'm, I'm going to the draft. It's 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 up in the air right up until late you know middle of the summertime so you're trying to figure out are these guys going to be taken are they not going to be taken are they signed not signed right so you're trying to put all these things together so it's it's not an easy thing to navigate but you know at the end of the day it's it's trying to figure out with our needs what's going to be the best position is it a junior college player is it another young player coming in as a freshman or is it the transfer portal and you know for us if it's going to be the transfer portal it's it, they're going to have to fit you know kind of our our, our, our things that we want to bring into the program and that's you know quality people obviously being a great player is going to start the process but that they're quality people and they're committed to their academics and doesn't mean they have to be perfect students but that they could come in and buy into what we do and how we do it and take pride in in what they're doing academically and get get a great degree uh jamie on youtube asking a question uh he never got to ask what was uh coach p's thoughts when he saw bryson worrell being walked to first base in 2022 had never seen that before. It became a national story. I guess he's talking about when the umpire sure. pushed him along. I believe. 
what was your uh, your take? Yeah, on that? I was watching the ball, so I I, I never <laughs> saw. I mean, in, in all honesty, a lot of times, uh, you know, I, I might you know when, when the game gets done and you, you, you you've uh, you know finished things up and, and you get you know get home and, and grab your phone, you get on social media, you start to come across things. You're like, I was at that game. I had no idea <laughs> that even transpired. So you know, so that happens all the time, and that was one of those because I turn and I'm watching the ball, and you know, at that point, you know, that ball's out, and and uh, you know, it's you know, I don't know. For me, it got it, it got turned into something. I don't think it's that huge of a thing. That umpire is just trying to make sure that you know nothing happens after the fact, right? You know, he's trying to, he's trying to avoid you know guys throwing at guys later on and and uh, trying to, in all honesty, protect our protect the players. Not ideal, but not maybe not ideal way to do it. But that's what he was going for. Another odd viral moment was in the conference tournament when Josh Groves fed a teammate uh, a sandwich and oh, yeah. was ejected. Uh, what was your take on Sandwichgate? Um, just. I can't believe this happened. <laughs> no, no, number one, what's going on, right? And so I'm on the other side of the field, and yeah. you know, I've known I've known the uh, the South Florida assistant for a while. He's a junior college coach, great guy, and so he's over there, and we got a good relationship. So you know, we're playing them. I'll I'll be talking to him, you know, and so the game stops, right? And, and the umpires are over there, and you're trying to figure out like what is going on right now, and and uh, he's looking at me, he's like, what's happening? I'm like, I think they just threw one of our guys out, and and just trying to figure out who it was, quite honestly, and, and just again can't can't. I mean, I've been in a lot of baseball fields in my lifetime. I've I've never seen that. So yeah. again, yeah, you never know what you're gonna see when you show up at the yard. Can't use a prop, and apparently a sandwich is a prop. That's uh, uh, there yeah. you go. I guess so. Uh, Jeff Palumbo joining us inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Bryce, uh, any baseball questions for Coach Palumbo? Mm. I'm gonna keep pondering. <laughs> How about this? Did you uh, you ever play football growing up, Coach? Never played football, basketball, uh, a little bit of soccer when I was young, but uh, love love hoops. So never no, never uh, never football. Mama always wanted to protect us. <laughs> there you go. Uh, how about the schedule this year? Once again, sets up. You look at the preseason polls, and you've got I think like seven teams from the Carolinas, five from the state of North Carolina, and you'll see I think every one of those teams, other than Wake Forest, on your schedule. So you like the way it sets up again for you guys yeah i mean you always want to play great teams and we're very fortunate we don't have to travel real far to do it and and i've said you know recruited down in florida recruited in virginia's and in north carolina but this this area here the the north carolina area is just such you know so many great programs so many great coaching staffs so many great players and um it just makes it a lot uh, it makes it a lot of fun obviously it's challenging you know it's, it's challenging because obviously when it comes down to regional time hosting right i mean they don't they don't ideally want to give out too many in a, in a too close of an area, so it's good. You know, we get a chance to, to square off and play a lot of those those clubs. So when it comes down to it, right, we, we got a chance to settle it on the field, and um, you know, I think that's that's the, a, 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 the beautiful part about where we are uh, geographically and wh- where you are with all these teams. You know, I'm, I'm sure uh, you know. In, the college football world uh, uh, there was a lot of talk i think they would have liked to have settled it on the field with some of those teams they were picking to who was going to get in that final four so we're fortunate we're gonna get a chance to to go play a lot of great teams uh tyler says how about the elon game last year who was going to help coach if you and godwin got tossed from the game uh, now i have no cliff has been ejected uh here and there have you you haven't been ejected from game here have you i have not been ejected yeah. no i've not not been ejected we we get a little bit more uh we have to sit out a few more games i think than coach godwin so there's a little, little bit mm. more of a more of a penalty to it as an assistant i, I believe so um so yeah i try 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 to stay in the game i feel like that's the, the best way to go about it he's got to protect our guys a little bit yeah. more right a little bit different situation which is you know normally when he's uh you know go, going through that process of getting thrown out it's it's to, to back our guys and protect 
protect our guys and i know he'll do it if it's if it's if it calls for that and uh yeah so try to try to stay in the baseball game and uh make, make it as easy as possible get the w another unique one was josh moiling getting tossed from a game that had already ended yeah we actually just talked that came up at a team meeting uh came up in a team meeting this uh you know the other day and um yeah that one happened quick that one happened quick it went from all right we got a chance to win this baseball game to uh you know a call call questionable call from the umpire and uh those guys getting chucked out and having to sit out a couple games so yeah we, we went south pretty quick there for the pirates josh uh, learned his lesson said he would <laughs> never draw a line in the dirt again but uh that, that's what happened hey, that's uh, <laughs> Heat of the moment that's right uh, hey, maturing maturing brandon manny we just brought your name up uh during the break brandon we we're talking about uh who could throw better bp you or molly uh brandon said more household excitement for greenville little league or ecu this spring well, it's funny. Well, uh, we had a half day of school today, thanks to the, the the weather the weather outside. So we scooped the kids up, and I had to scoop them up, and right, you rearrange the schedules. And uh, my son's team is uh, he's on the Coke team, so we're all he's all he's got red everywhere, right? He's got red everywhere, and we're getting ready to go up to them. I'm taking him to the facility to go get some swings, and you know, my, my wife looks at him and says, "You can't you can't wear that there." And, <laughs> That's true. And, nah, it's Coke. It's good. It's good. So a lot, lot of excitement. Obviously, Greenville Little League is uh, in. in incredible and super fortunate and and uh the, the, they they do an incredible job with that league and uh we're he's excited to be a part of it no doubt i always thought it was cool after a win or a, a tough loss uh you would be out there throwing some bp to your kid after the game and uh i've seen him he's 10 years old now gosh I, yeah i got 10 7 and 5 so we're rolling man, yeah wow. yeah about yep. to put together a whole infield that's coach. it that's the yeah. hey that's their uh, their favorite time and they love pirate baseball but they really love that time on that field so yes, it's sir. cool a lot of fun looking forward to it jeff palumbo joining us here inside the pirate radio studios uh final thoughts coach what do you want to see uh when you guys find finally get going here in uh in late january what do you want to see from this team and accomplish before you you get on the field for the uh for the real games in february yeah i think like i said i'm really excited about this group and i'm sure we'll talk more about it but super mature great leadership um and in all honesty where they're at right now uh makes you proud as a coach and excited really really excited to, to fire it up and get going so we want them to continue to bring that every day and coach continue to focus on that we talk about it right getting one percent better every day and if, if this group does that it's going to be be a lot of a lot of fun at Clark LeClaire, so we'll continue to push them in that way. Coach, thanks for uh, hanging out with us. Who's uh, going to win the Super Bowl this year? Mm, I think the 49ers are the best team right now. They look good. And uh, have you ever been in a hot air balloon? I have not heard that segment. I will. Uh, I have not, and uh, don't don't plan to do. Yeah, that. Bryce, you ever been in a hot air balloon? I actually have been in a hot. Have air you? Yeah, in Arizona, and a plan. I think it was like an anniversary or something when I was out there. And uh, I will say, if you ever go in a hot air balloon, stand under, like, the shield. Don't, like, stand off to the side where you're not got anything over your head. Because I tell you what, it gets real hot. Real plane. Plane. And, yeah. I mean, and there's the good people... news is, you know, that's working. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, stand under, like, the shield. At least ours had one. Because people who were not, they were not comfortable. So what yeah. did you think of the experience? Would you recommend it? Was yeah, it... I mean, it's very neat. Yeah. It, it, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, the yeah. basket was big. It's more people than you think. Yeah. Um, Do you have any about... food, drinks up there, anything going on? Maybe I, maybe you could bring a water or something. <laughs> okay. But um, right. it, it's pretty cool. All right. Might need some yeah. drinks if I'm up in that thing. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, coach, enjoyed it. We'll, uh, we'll see you at media day. Absolutely. Uh, Appreciate you having me on. You've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. 